Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to Minds on Mushrooms, <laughs> where we're unveiling the magic behind psychedelics for mental health and addiction. I'm your host, Maggie Kirkwood. We have a new setup today, <laughs> new studio jacuzzi episode. Um, here with me is my good, good friend, Michael Brenneman. Hi, Mike. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm well today. How are you? <laughs> good. Thanks for joining me Absolutely. today. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you because, as you know, well, let's back up here. So Mike and I, we've known each other just over 20, 20 years. years. 20 years. Time passes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, we've been through it all. We've talked a lot about mental health. We've talked a lot about alcohol. Um, and I think... You know, recently we're both kind of on this self-discovery phase with plant medicine. Absolutely. And I know that you know that plant medicine has completely changed my life and my mental health. Mm -hmm. And I really am just so, I can't wait because I haven't even talked to you because mm -hmm. we're saving for this. This. Um, to hear your story. So um, let's just... Um, well, let's, let's also, let's talk about where you are now. So you're coming from Lake Havasu. Yes. So <laughs> I drove up here. Obviously, That's this was, right. a, this, was a, this was a little bit of the uh, puzzle that came into mind when I was driving back. Like it wasn't specifically for the holidays. It wasn't just for coming home to spend time with my family for Christmas. Oh, wow. It's this. Well, I appreciate that. A lot of this. That. So, so I'm exciting. happy to be here. <laughs> well, thank you for making it. Absolutely. And, um, so yeah, let's kind of start uh, with your journey. I think you we know about six years ago is kind of the starting point. So I just kind of want you to let's go from there. Break it down yeah. for you. So as you know, I've lived around the United States. I have. You have lived in a lot of different places um but six years ago i was out in new york i was living in the hamptons oh swanky, or swanky. yeah <laughs> i didn't fit in to say the least but there i was yeah um <laughs> and you were doing your your landscaping <clears throat> stuff right yeah Is that where you're, okay yeah. i remember that yes. yeah okay. so i was out there um and i mean just to to break it down from the beginning that is about when my health issues really started to compound um and it became all sorts of everything that my body just felt like it was shutting down on me um arthritic lethargic headaches um swollen joints you know irritable bowel everything from blurred vision to about everything you could imagine and so okay wait so like just sudden onset of the stuff or it was kind of like creeping up on you or it was progressive and it continued to shift and 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 take shape in different forms to where it was you know one day i would wake up and i would have pain in my elbow um over time, my, my vision became blurry. Um, 
there were moments in time, I mean, the, the, the extreme headaches, um, and it did progressively over time, it got worse. So we can back this up and that's, that's where it started to begin was when I was in New York. And by the way, I'm already getting pruny. Prune fingers. <laughs> so we'll be, <laughs> we'll be sitting like this here. Yes. For, Meditation for a lot of the episode. <laughs> um, <it>. So <laughs> I ended up leaving New York um, and things just didn't work out out there um for the very reason that you had just said the swank or the oh yeah it did not fit me it was not my personality it was not my being so so just so you know michael has a wonderful um will you describe your landscaping business real quick i mean hmm. just real quick so it wasn't like you were just couch hopping or something no <laughs> i worked for a, a developer out in hamptons okay it was uh it was an awesome experience I got to work on places, uh, you know, like the owner of the New York Giants house oh, was shit. my wow. okay. my big claim to fame out there, I oh, guess. Cool. I spent a lot of time on his house, and it was an extremely amazing experience. But Okay. All right. Back to Anyway, <laughs> yeah. When I realized that the place was not for me, I um, ventured west where my calling is. I'm a west coast kind of guy. I like the southwest. I think I know that. I'm not I an east coast that. guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, I uh, I ventured west, and like I had said, the the body pains, the the issues started to really build up, and I started to recognize them when I had left. Okay. Um. So fast forward. Um. I currently live in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, like you'd said. Still haven't been. So better get <laughs> your ass out there. Um, yeah, not in the summer, probably. That's when you want to <laughs> think you want to go until you witness 125 degrees. Yeah, but no, thank you. No. At any rate, um, fast forward a, a, a year after I had left New York, and I mean, I've been there now, we're going on six years, but my health really started to take a turn. Um, actually, it was probably right around just pre-COVID where it started to really compound okay. and then obviously COVID put it into another oh, fucking galaxy. I see. Yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So through that time frame, again, it started to just uh, mask itself in different ways. Um, I started going into doctors to just say, you know, you know, I, I would have swollen, swollen joints to the point where it was, you know, it was debilitating. Um, they, they, Took me in and from everything from seeing a rheumatologist to a gastro doctor to uh, specialists in XYZ trying to diagnose what nobody could could say. Um, wow. So the... So gastro meaning intestinal? Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. Oh, you mentioned like the IBS stuff. Yeah. So you... Aches and pain. So you're like thinking you're dying. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it, it, it sounds like an exaggeration, but there were moments in time where I literally would leave notes on my nightstand feeling like it was, I'm not going to wake up. Wow. My body was vibrating, literally mm. vibrating. And I would go into these doctors and try to give them an explanation of what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, the point where I started to recognize that I needed to remove myself from going to doctors. Yes. And to try and extend my own uh, personal research in regards to what could the cause of this be. Right. Because I, I know I don't have simultaneously Crohn's disease. Um, oh, the things they were tunnel, telling you that you have. All of the these things. And, I, oh, and I'm okay. sitting there going, well, the chances that all of these things are coexisting <laughs> all at once are just bizarre to me and I don't I don't buy it I'm not I'm not buying it okay so right. in and out of hospitals in and out of specialists Jeez. colonoscopies Oof. attempted uh, wanting to do surgery on me oh. um, to the point where I'm just like okay yeah I'm gonna do this on my own okay gotcha um, and the actual the the aha moment was my father actually um, was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Oh. And um, he'd actually, through his process, had gone into the doctor. They had tested him for Lyme. He had the bullseye. Okay. Yep. Inner left thigh. And Is this recently? or uh, I think. I mean, time keeps slipping here. This was probably two or three years ago. Okay, but not years. Two, okay. Two, two years ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. To where um, he'd been tested, and his test results came back negative. Okay. My stepmother, who was a retired nurse, mm -hmm. um, insisted that, okay, let's give it some time, and now let's test you again, because... We're not so sure about this. The bullseye is oh, right, right, kind of yeah. a telltale sign of, of Lyme. Mm -hmm. um, so he went back in. But in the meantime, they had been communicating with me and saying, we think your father's got Lyme disease. He's going through, I mean, he's extremely sick. And my dad is diabetic on top of that. So it was compounding okay. in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so they had gone back in and been retested and sure enough he was diagnosed with Lyme Damn. now in that moment I recall when I lived in the Hamptons I had the bullseye on my left oh, inner thigh in okay. the exact same spot oh I had gone in and gotten tested for Lyme yeah and it came back negative okay because I think we were talking off screen with Lyme you need in order to be detected the antibodies have to be Time for them to build in your body, okay. and that's how they test if you. So you got can it test too early. Yes. But you just went on like never even that was just something I was that unaware happened to of you that because you tested negative. They said it's yeah. negative. Life goes on, and right. that was just I had forgotten about it. Gotcha. So that happens, and then he comes back the second time, and it's positive. Right. And <laughs> I thought. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. I never had been tested a second time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and my research continued to just be like, oh, my God, it's this, it's this, it's this. And it Pointing was... to Lyme. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Couldn't get insurance at the time, spending $1,500 a month on supplements and pills oh, and meds shit. and bullshit that the doctors wanted to continue right. to feed me. And it was not even masking anything. It was just shifting. It was... Oh, I see. So not sleeping at night, losing a ton of weight, 
losing a ton of muscle mass. Oh my God. I mean, just for things that, I mean, that, that were going on, it was just some of the stuff I don't even care to discuss over this. <laughs> it was, it was a bad deal. Okay. Gotcha. So in that time though, I'm thinking that's it. Yeah. So I go in and I say, I need to be tested for Lyme disease and no doctor wanted to. Interesting. Nobody wanted to test me for it. Okay. What makes you think you've got Lyme? Wow. And I had to break it down and say this and this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And you can't just go in and get a Lyme's test without a referral. Oh, wow. I can't get a referral because I don't have a primary care physician. Okay. I can't get a primary care physician because I don't have insurance and everything's backed up out the door. Okay. So there I am by myself trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Right. Yes. So yes. I finally go into a, a, a lab and demand it. I had just simply, I'd called in. I said, I need to speak to whoever is in charge. I need to speak to whoever's in charge of whoever's in charge. Yes, because you are out I of your mind I just need some sick. blood drawn. I just <laughs> right. need this. Yeah, a simple, yes. So lo and behold, the test, I get finally just get it done for $250. Woohoo! Yeah, after and, the bank was already broken. Yep. Um, <laughs> and sure enough, Good. it comes back positive. Okay, and so and then that, but I bet you're thrilled in a way. Thrilled in a way. Because now you have a name, hopefully, to all of your whatever the fucks are going on. Exactly. Okay. So. But oh, so sorry. But then, so they did try and hook you up with some meds. Or the fifty, like the supplements and things they were wanting you to take, are outrageously expensive and not even masking, moving, Correct. not helping. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to be clear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I end up basically. I found a lady out of uh, Phoenix who had specialized in helping people with Lyme. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I I went down and I sat with her, and she walked me through. The fact that, okay, you've been dealing with this for six years, ultimately telling me that I'm probably not going to shake it. Okay. I'm going oh. to have to live with it. Oh, no. But having to basically, let's take a shot at knocking it out of your system. Okay. So she prescribed me with, I mean, I was on antibiotics for a month. No, I take that back. Three months. Damn. So, um... I spent three months taking antibiotics and this long list of herbal herbal medicine that um, it progress progressively started to alleviate things, mm -hmm. but I still was, you know, experiencing all sorts of other things. Okay. So um, I followed her direction. I went out the door and I thought to myself, you know, because then it was, she wanted me to go back once a month at $2,000 to now, right. you know, everything's feed the beast. always money, 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 yeah. money, money. Yeah. <laughs> so I took it upon myself at that time to really focus and hone in on what it is to dive into keeping myself healthy. Okay. Um, right. As you know, I abused alcohol mm -hmm. <laughs> and other things. Um, and 
at that point in time, I recognized that I could no longer. Okay. So like you committed to an idea without ever having alcohol because it was, you know, or, I mean, not ever, but you had to stop consuming alcohol because it was not making you feel better yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm talking for you. <laughs> you, you get <laughs> but, it. You get it. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, okay. And then, um, so let's talk about how, you know, I want to hear more about mushies and how that. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in that process of me trying to understand and learn, I'm tired of putting pharmaceuticals in my body. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of go see this doctor now, go see this doctor now. And I mean, at the end of the day, doctors are human. They're just, they're just other human beings yeah. that have an opinion on something. They're educated, you know, in that regard. But I oftentimes feel that they're directed to not fix you because it keeps you coming back. It sure can feel that way. Sometimes. You know, yeah. so I, again, I took it upon myself to try and dig deep on research. Um, and I've started to, you know, find all these other Chinese medicines that I've started to take tinctures of and whatnot. <laughs> but then the, 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 the special moment was finding psilocybin and the health benefits behind it. Okay. As you know, I've experienced with psilocybin in the past. Recreationally, recreationally probably together. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And it, but it, it was, you know, in those moments, it wasn't like, didn't have any intention with it. it. Well, that's the whole thing. It's just like, you know, it's, it was the party drug. So yeah. let's yeah. just laugh. And, um, and, and it's the same story for me. I yeah. repeated it a hundred times. I never knew that you could use it intentionally yeah. to heal and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, but for the first time, were you using it with intention? So for the first time I started to recognize that, okay, um, I'm going to take this not only for the pain, mm -hmm. but also, you know, reading and learning and experiencing the, the long-term benefits of microdosing. Right. And not only it helping and benefiting the arthritic problems, mm -hmm. but the depression and anxiety that's coupled right along with that pain. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, and then we're sitting in COVID. Mm -hmm. I was single. I was alone. I was isolated. Mm -hmm. The hospitals, the doctors are telling me, if you get COVID, you're going to die. Wow. Um, I couldn't get in to see doctors because of the, the situation and the times we were living in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I started microdosing and I started having uh, spiritual moments um, on my own mm -hmm. in trying to battle through it. Gotcha. So do you feel, um, so when you began your microdosing journey, mm -hmm. I guess, do you feel, so for me, I repeat this all the time, but with, in order, my intention was to quit drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like on day six or seven where I finally realized like 
yeah, Maggie, I can live a life without alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so were, were your benefits right away? I want to hear more about, or was it kind of like three months later, or, you know, or tell me more about that. I feel like it was, you know, a couple weeks in to where I started to, to recognize that, that microdosing. And, you know, again, back in our times of eating mushrooms, it was like, I'm eating mushrooms so that I can ha go to another galaxy. Yeah, right. You know, and then I, when I'm introduced <laughs> to microdosing, it's like, well, I don't even feel anything. Oh, because that, So, yeah. you know, what yeah. am I doing here? But it's, I've grown so much in the time in recognizing that that's not why I'm using this. Yes, and I mean, the more I'm talking to doctors and therapists who are talking about how, you know, because I'm not afraid to talk about how for me, we've got micro and we've got macro. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, a lot of my transformation has happened through the macro mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. um, and it was an interesting perspective from this doctor I was talking to about microdosing because she was saying a lot of people just kind of give up on it because... Um, you, you at least want a microdose for like a six week span. Okay. Yep. But because you're often, you're not supposed to feel any effects. And if you do, it should feel almost like a, I like to call it a performance enhancer. Yeah. Um, you know, a great cup of espresso or something. I was just going to say like yeah. a nice hot shot of coffee. Espresso, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's almost like, um, you know, what's the point? But yeah. over time, the accumulative effects. So like a six week intensive or with intention uh microdose period can equate you know yeah, to yeah. like one macro experience yeah um and then i was asking her you know why would we stop i mean other than cost right yeah and um you know obviously it's important to take breaks but she's like i really don't i kind of stumbled or may, she didn't have an answer you know because it, 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 there are no i guess if you're reaping the benefits yeah. um she really didn't have a reason not to stop <laughs> microdosing Keep going. because it, i mean it happened for me it enhances um all aspects of my life like um i feel like psilocybin treated my depression mm -hmm. but i i talk about often how i microdose over you know, um, little things like checking the next thing off the list, or I have a very complicated conversation I need to have with this person. Um, I yeah. microdose about it because yeah. it, it helps me, you know, gain perspective yeah. or just, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, it's, yeah. uh, it's what I've, what I've recognized is not only did my heart open up and the, almost the, the forgiveness. Mm-hmm because I carried a lot of resentment for six years of I bet. battling yeah. hell and, and truly being told, I mean, literally, it's all in your head, Mike. It's all in oh, your head. God. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no fucking shit that's in my head. And I would get it out. Right. You know? So <clears throat> over time, it's been, it's been a magnificent journey here in realizing that you know, it's unfortunate that psychedelics come with such a strong stereotype. Oh, yeah. 
not only just because of the, well, because they're illegal. Everybody's okay with drinking booze. It's all good. There's people <laughs> yeah. getting DWIs and killing people on a daily basis drinking alcohol, but nobody mm -hmm. bats an eye of the harm that it causes. I know. But yet, let's judge people that are actually taking something that can be a proven health benefit for PTSD, anxiety, depression, yes. chronic pain, fatigue, all these things. Yeah. And so it's, I think, um, it's so important and it's a common theme on this show because we we are so ingrained in alcohol culture, especially being, you know, Minnesota and in <laughs> Wisconsin. Um anyway. <laughs> but it's Go, 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 go. <laughs> I just feel like it's so true, you know. I I it's so normal, especially when you have children. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody can sit around and have their wine and, you know, drink and all, you know, but if I were to light up a joint, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shame on even you. though that's legal, you know, but it still is still coming with a stereotype right. still. Yeah. And then, but that's the purpose of this show really, mm -hmm. you know, to normalize and destigmatize uh, yep. these beautiful medicines that come from our earth. That's what my argument is. is and, <laughs> God put it here for a purpose. I believe, you know, instead of taking, a bunch of pharmaceutical plastics that we put into our body that mm -hmm. is just not not the answer right it's a, it's a band-aid that's not curing the actual wound or let alone ethanol or alcohol yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah i also wanted to talk to you more i know that you've been doing some ketamine therapy yes talk to me about that please. so be it a cross between the two I'm not quite sure. Okay. But, and I do believe what that there's... What about combo? Or I mean... I believe in in utilizing them in a safe space, you know, collectively together. And, I, and, and this isn't a... Again, I used to think of these things back before on a recreational level that it was not... Didn't know the capacity that it would have in, in helping my personal experience okay so many others that deal with all this shit you know mm -hmm. um i don't wish this pain and bullshit on anybody right um what what i was dealing with for the last six years of my life um in in not getting answers accumulating medical bills through the roof and trying to act like everything's okay keeping right. my composure what do we got <laughs> we got an yeah, audience we do well, hello, it's, friends. Oh. Oh. <laughs> did you say What you do? Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh, okay. <man. laughs> All right. Um, so. Mm. <laughs> so, I actually <clears throat> was scrolling through Instagram, and all of a sudden, um, I get an ad for ketamine treatment. Oh, okay. Yes. And oblivious to what ketamine. Ketamine and mean I mean to me it's a horse tranquilizer, the <laughs> party yes. club drug that's not to be messed with. Yeah. K hole. Yeah. K -hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um but it's like I tell my family I absolutely research everything that I possibly can when it comes to mm. anything. 
and putting in. I get something in front of me and it's like, what is this? And I just start geeking out on, oh. okay, <laughs> ketamine for chronic pain. Let's yes. dive into this. Okay, yeah. So, um, long story short, I got 18 treatments, which, you know, you, you get the treatments that come to you in the mail. Mm -hmm. um, I won't plug them here, but yeah. Okay, um, so meaning... Maybe another episode. Do you feel like you can get the... Anyone can have access? Anybody to can get okay. access to this. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and we have talked you know, a lot, we've had episodes on ketamine mm -hmm. um, and the importance of having, you know, a therapist. Um, yeah. Are you fortunate enough to have that or are you kind of doing a solo? Nope. So they oh, okay. supply the therapist through the, through oh, the app. Wow. It's a beautiful app. Okay. And it cool. is quite literally life-saving. <laughs> Yes. So I would recommend this to anybody suffering from deep trauma, PTSD, depression, anxiety, chronic pain. Chronic pain, yep. Um, I, I speak this to anybody that will listen. Yeah. That that is a very powerful. Uh, when I 100% believe you. I mean, yes. And it, in some cases, it can literally be the last option when yeah. people are, have major depression issues, um, depressive issues, they put them there yeah. because it's like that life-saving and almost yep. instant can be. Yeah. So in your case, we were talking, you do the lozenges? Yes. Lozenges. Lozenges. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And so. Yeah. Basically, just put them under your tongue. Set you know you set your intention, mask up, headphones on, and wow. just lay back and let it be. So, what about your therapist? Are they there, or is that, do you talk before and after? How does that work? So they set you up with with a therapist that will you know talk to you about the experience. Mm. Um, how do you feel? Um, what are your intentions? Mm. Um, you know, you you do need to have a call it a babysitter on hand. Okay. So yep. my girlfriend was always my babysitter that sat mm -hmm. next to me while I just basically went into a deep trance. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then you know you come out of it. It usually would last about three hours or so. Um, and then yeah, you have the conversation with the therapist um and just you really try to and the hardest thing about the journey is is trying to you, you it's hard to recall everything that even when you come right out of it mm -hmm. to try and remember exactly how things played out in your head okay there's things yeah. that uh, you know and there were moments where i think i would be speaking felt like i was speaking in tongues often like you oh, know and it's okay it's, I don't know what I was saying. I don't know where things were coming from. Yeah. And there's, 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 there were moments where things got, you know, it just gets hazy and, and odd at times, but very unable to explain a lot of the experiences. But coming out is the most positive feeling that you'll ever have. Okay. To where it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> none of this matters. Yeah. And... I know that feeling. For whatever mm -hmm. reason, 
I don't know how it works, <laughs> but over the course of the last however long that, okay, so I started doing ketamine treatments. I forget how long ago. I mean, I had 18 treatments. Yeah. And you try to break them up as much as you possibly can. And in, in the initial phase, you back them maybe one a week. Okay. Okay. Then you taper off and do one maybe oh, a month. I see. Yeah. And then like it, it, you build it up and then it, towards the tail end, it was, and I shouldn't say once a month, it was, you know, maybe w once every few days to once a week to once a month to then tapering it off to where the tail end I just did, you know, my last, in fact, I did my last one, uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. Okay. Um, wow. So, so yeah, that's and been... with all of that mm -hmm. accompanied with the microdosing. Yeah. I used to have a golf ball sized cyst on my wrist. What? I couldn't make fists. I would have aches. I couldn't lift my arm at a 90 degree angle. I, and, and now the pain is gone. It's gone. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I don't care <laughs> if yeah. somebody tells me it's in my head anymore. Yeah. Right. I fixed it. Yeah. So fuck them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um oh man that's such a you know and how i'm just curious about your dad and his lime uh you know is he doing okay so the crazy thing is is that if you catch it in time yeah you can literally life goes on oh shit. nothing you know but if no, you don't if you don't it starts to mask itself it starts crawling into every sorts of all you know and then it went up my spine. It's in my brain. Yeah. Um, the neurological wow. effects that it's had. So that's the other thing with, um, I know, let's get back to the basics and what we're here for. Yeah. Psilocybin <laughs> yeah. has been essentially rebuilding my neurons in my yes. brain. Neuroplasticity. Exactly. Yes. Okay. That's and tremendous. Now, yeah. And I've lost memory. I've... I'm I've I've lost mobility. Um let's talk about your concussions. I'm a mess. <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> I, you know, I know people who have had um more than a few heavy yeah. concussions and even one is life-changing. Nobody talks about this. I mean, I feel like we're starting to, but for the younger kids these days, obviously, yeah. but for the adults who are living and survivors of multiple concussions, whether they're, you know, uh, professional athletes or, um, yeah. And I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I so my first concussion I sustained, I was less than a week old. Oh, wow. So, and I, you know, we joke about it. Were you dropped on your head when you were a kid? I was. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Literally like four or five days old, I was dropped on my head. Oh, no. What had happened? So okay. my mom brings me home from the hospital and my two older sisters. Hi, Jenny and Heather. You assholes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're so excited to see the new little baby brother that I'm in the car seat up on the counter. Mm -hmm. And... They go to take a look at me, and the car seat just whoop. Oh. So I catapult off and just head bang. Oh, no. So, you know, obviously I don't remember that. Yeah. You know, um, 
but I was dropped on my head as a child. Okay, good. <laughs> that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, I think I was five, six years old. I fell out of a moving car. What? Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was a hockey player mm. since I was four years old. So, I mean, you've had concuss, yeah. concuss. I mean, I remember playing a hockey game in Wilmer, Minnesota. I think I was... It was checking checking so i mean it was peewee peewee or above and um i got hit from behind head first into the boards and i just it it buckled me i i went paralyzed i couldn't feel anything from my neck down yeah i'm squealing like a freaking stuck pig and i can't move i can't feel anything um i got hauled off on a stretcher hauled me off on the ambulance but you know the crazy thing is, with like when when we grew up, it was it wasn't really a, a known yeah, issue. It was just that's what I'm trying to say. I yeah. go to the hospital, I get checked out, mm-hmm. I have a concussion. Okay, well you can't go obviously go back into the game. No. Yeah. But I did get to go back into the game the <laughs> next game. Right. Yeah. So they just I got my feeling back. I can and I I want to play. Yeah. Back to the tournament I go. Mm-hmm. I'm playing hockey, and I mean none the wiser. Yes. So, and that continued to happen with concussions where it's like, okay, I loved hockey so much. Right. To where it was like, you can't take me out of the game. Mm-hmm. And after it happening, you get to come back. But the unfortunate thing is with concussions, the more you have, the more likely you are to have another. Oh, okay. That yeah. fragile. I bet. Frag- the fragility of your brain. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Each one compounded to the point where it was like you get a slightest knock on the head and now you got another one. Right. So, you know, I I didn't realize this for, what am I, 46 years that concussions have probably played a significant role in all of the things in my life and who I am. Well, I know, and I think it's so, um, we were conversing, like, I, I think it's sad because I think that you know, I'm 44 and I was a college basketball player, but for those that played hockey and football and um, <clears throat> I think there might be a lot of men out there <laughs> yeah. wondering, you know, can you talk about like how like moods and, and yeah, I want to hear more about that because I think, um, yes. It's okay. a very sad and <laughs> shitty thing because it's, uh, and you know, the what I'm recognizing now at this stage in my life is the moods are almost completely opposite of what I used to be. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, back 10 years ago, if, if a little micro moment happened, like I get stopped at a red light and I'm trying to get somewhere, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like right. I just am, I'm Rage. losing my mind yeah. over a red light. Yeah. <laughs> where now mm-hmm. I'm more likely to cry at the red light. <laughs> right. So tears of happiness. You know. Yeah. I I so that rage that has is often associated with mm. you know, and I've often thought you know through the process of of you know self diagnosing myself here with Lyme was, is it CTE? Oh. Is it 
in my head is that all it is is my brain playing tricks on me like this the only thing that kept me from thinking like okay i'm just a fucking lunatic and my brain is out of my head is the 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 physical ailments right yeah had i didn't had i not had a golf ball on my wrist then i people i mean then i can sit and go okay it was all in my head right but you but when you see physical, physical ailment where yeah. it's like okay now you're just looking like a deformed monkey it's it was well you know. you know what i love how you had that because i think it was you know i think we're we're all mushrooms and it was there because it's what you needed at that moment and it's you know i <laughs> i mean just having hurt, the conversation with my mother this morning because mm-hmm. everybody's curious why are you what are you doing with Maggie? What's going oh. on? <laughs> oh no! Okay, yeah. Well, you talking we're to in me the about it. Okay. Yeah, we're just drinking <laughs> some THC here oh, yeah, and talking yeah. mushrooms. <laughs> no, um, the stereotypes that go along with it all, mm. mm-hmm. and having to sit with my father, and you know, I'm sure, you know, I love you, Dad. You guys mm-hmm. are going to be watching this, I'm sure. It's good. Uh, I hope. It is what it is. Um, I swear by this. Mm-hmm. I swear by psychedelics. Um, it's literally saved my life. Yeah. And I told them that I will do this 10 times over. I don't care <laughs> what the punishment is. Like, I don't, it's right. not fair for anybody to have to lead a life dealing with trauma, with pain, with anything. Mm-hmm. All because of a stereotype. But, Thank you. I know. I It's... The weird, I'm, you know what? I'm so grateful for the stigma and stereotype because otherwise we wouldn't be here, right? Fair enough. And so, um, you know, but let's do something with it. Uh-huh. We, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We <laughs> yes. are right in it. Yeah. Um. Okay. And I want to, I'm so happy because I believe Minds on Mushrooms has their first, we have a sponsor official sponsor hey. for life i'm hoping for life i'm here <laughs> and let's talk about this stuff okay you guys minds on mushrooms i believe we have our first official sponsor and <laughs> hello mike is the method behind it please talk a... to us and it's called moist well here we are we'll get you a good look at at, at... no hey you get the point. Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> um, okay. <sighs> Tell us about your the the wonderful the Mr. Moist Man part yes. of ju- part of the journey. Yes, please. So this actually, man, so many things happen in life, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. So this started as a joke. Okay. Uh huh. I used to get really bad cracked hands, and I found this product in Lake Havasu. And long story short, um, my sister had put me in touch with this woman who had this stuff, whatever. Long of the short, I went to Trump, go and try and get more. She wasn't accessible. She was gone. I don't, she disappeared. Okay. No more product. It's gone. So she's ultimately the one who gave me the idea of how to formulate this. Oh, okay. And COVID 
is yeah. ultimately why I came up with Mr. Moist Man. Boredom on the couch, dealing with my own bullshit in my brain. And that sick. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah. it. So I started playing with this, and I formulated uh, an all-organic, all-natural. It's more than a moisturizer. It actually <laughs> helps with stretch marks, eczema, psoriasis. Fine lines, you were saying? Crow's feet. Oh, my God. Diaper rash. By the I had way, a woman, your skin looks amazing. Or your face. I know, I was, we're working on those, but well, I mean, no, it's inevitable, I, mean, I guess. I smile too much. <laughs> okay, I want to hear. You had a woman. Sorry. A woman actually approached me and said, that, I know it's probably too much information, but my nipples get so chapped <laughs> when I breastfeed. Okay, yeah. And that moist saved my life. Oh. Saved her nipples anyway. <laughs> Yes. So, yes. Diaper rash. I mean, about anything you can think of. Oh, wow. And it's all organic, all natural. You can consume it. If you want to put some in your hot cocoa, it might be a good flavor. <laughs> okay. A little yeah. peppermint in there. I'm excited to try give it a go. I've been looking for, because yeah. um, it's so dry up yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you do probably, but um, yeah. My sister uses, that's her That's her skincare routine is Mr. Wow. Moist Band. As much as she, so she's the reason why I came up with the word moist because she hates it. Yes. But now she's using it. Okay. She swears by it. So it's so funny. Stay moist, my friends. Oh, we'll say that is your tagline. That right? is the tagline. <laughs> stay moist, my friends. <laughs> stay moist. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you for Thank <laughs> sharing you. that moist. Well, yes. I, I think something that's really important to me is. You know, when you find somebody who is like a believer like me. And mm -hmm. so it's really great for me because we've connected, you know, on so many different things for like 20 plus years. Yeah. But to hear that your life was saved and changed yeah. dramatically um, as mine was, too. It's really special to, yeah. you know, be able to talk about it. It's like literally a never ending conversation. Yeah. But, but wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mike. You know, he's found awesome relief with psilocybin and then ketamine therapy. But now you're super excited because you... I was gifted a scholarship to... It's a, a retreat in Costa Rica called The Reunion um, for an ayahuasca retreat. Holy so cows. January 13th through the 20th. Wait, tell me again where it is. Costa Rica. Uh, Costa Rica. What, the re, uh, it's called Reunion. Okay. Oh, so okay. yeah. And um, do you know? Is it a two night, three night, seven night? Well, that's wonderful. Of losing my marbles. <laughs> wow. And hopefully, I don't shit my pants. Well, you might. <laughs> that's what the. But um, anyway, I want to. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to have a you know check back in after uh -huh, that because uh -huh. that will be tremendous for sure. I'm proud of you for doing that because I think that I'm you proud know, of you for doing this. Oh, thanks, mate. Hell yeah! <laughs> I think that a lot of you know it takes some balls to you know take some balls yeah. to start a podcast. <laughs> we'll say <laughs> cojones. <laughs> okay. Um. Awesome. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. And we will check in for jerseys when that wraps. Absolutely. Yeah. Or when you're back. Sure. Alrighty. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we you. We will be in touch. Uh-huh. 
And as always, my friends, for more information on anything, you can visit mindsonmushrooms.com. And cheers, friends. It's been fun. Stay moist, my friends. Stay moist. Oh, yeah. That's why we're in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Bye. For more information, please visit mindsonmushrooms.com. Thank you for joining the journey.